the GM and creator of World Walkers. Previously, the World Walkers broke into the prison complex known as the Cellar in order to rescue two of their own. They've made it through three sectors, only to come up against the fearsome mechanical monstrosities known as the Vault Armors. We join the group now as they prepare to finally meet the Brotherhood of Iron head on. Would it count as an attack for Vasa to light two torches and throw one torch and just sort of roll it to the feet of the Gundams? What we're going to have to roll is just, uh, a stealth check to see if you guys get surprised or not. And if you get surprised, you each get an action. Please, for the love of God. I'm afraid to look down. Okay, that's not bad. Um, I got a 21. I got a okay. 22. I got a 14. That's pretty high for Gumbel's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like epic. He only knocks over like four cans. <laughs> Alright, so you guys have surprise. You get one round of action, and then. So everybody roll initiative for me. Mm-hmm. Doing that now. I got a two. I got a 17. I got a four. So I two, am- four, and 17? <laughs> yes. Okay. So Claiborne's going to open up. But Claiborne can't see. <laughs> I know. Well, no, I guess, yeah. she's not. Well, I mean, she has to essentially give up her bonus action this round, then. Well, no, Vasa would have explained, like, look. Light one of these torches, throw it at the feet of the of the Gundam, so that it illuminates the general area, and we will also carry a torch to. Oh, okay. So she'll do that then. Yeah. If you give her a torch, yeah. So that's her action is uh, lighting the torch and throwing it. <laughs> go, Claiborne, go! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, you light the torch. Claiborne throws it right away. It goes skittering across the ground and illuminates the area in a sixty foot uh, radius. And right away, the, the vault armor just like starts to bring itself up. You can hear the metal grind, and you can hear uh, steam release and pistons shift. And then after that, it is Vasa's turn. Yep. So I'm going to – I have my grapple hook, and after I blink the light out of my eyes for suddenly being able to see – she had closer eyes in preparation for this, by the way. She nice. knows. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fucking, yeah. Um, <laughs> then she's going to try to whirl her grapple hook and try to just throw it over all the, like, knobby little arms or things of the the, the thing, the, the Gundam, just to sort of try to pull it or entangle its feet, yeah. I... <laughs> what does that face mean? What does that face mean? <laughs> it means it's a natural one. <laughs> oh. The grappling hook flies forward, bounces off the wall, and um, does not land anywhere near It was just a distraction. Him. It was just a misdirect. It works perfectly. <laughs> Our plan is going well. Plan is flawless. That suit of armor, that vault armor, is going to rise up. You watch as it kind of lifts itself off the ground a little bit, and then this huge, like, weird pulse goes off behind it as it flies forward. And land right in front of Claiborne, who's oh, the first in uh, line of duty. Um, that was its that was its action. She better not die. And now it's Brummelstone. 
We're almost done. Turn up. I'm going to cast the whip. So, yeah, you kind of come from the side and uh, you Harry Potter your web (laughs) over past this one. A small little ball of web flies out and then hits the ground and just the whole area explodes in webbing. It'll be. It's getting hot in here. So take off all of your vault armor. You are getting so hot. You're going to take off your vault armor. <laughs> the widest of wraps. Yes, dear. Which one are you casting it on? Um, the close one. They would have to take some of their action to, like, just hit the self-destruct button, right? They would have to, like... You're not sure? Oh, God. I don't want it to kill Claiborne. <laughs> no, just do it. I just got 14. You come from around the corner, you cast your spell, and you watch as uh, the armor starts to become uh, more and more red, as if uh, it's an anvil being worked. And you can hear someone start to scream inside. The other one, you watch as it uh, boosts itself out of the way, and it goes down a different hallway. Stupid divas. It's cool. We only have one to deal with. I'm sure yeah, they can't true. come around the other path. <laughs> and then it's Claiborne's turn. You watch as she uh, pulls her scimitar from underneath her, uh, her cloak and then quickly just moves forward a little bit and does three quick slashes against it and seems to get it in the right spots, getting past its armor, exposing some of like the inner workings of the armor. After that is Vasa. Okay, Vasa is just going to follow the the precedent set by Claymore, who shows that the armors does indeed have weakness to it. So she's going to roll to attack. 12 damage, and then she's going to use her cunning maneuver to pull out a range and plant herself defensively in front of Brummelstone such that Brummelstone can use her as cover, half cover, if necessary. Um, you watch as it kind of pulls back a little bit, and its chest opens up, and this huge scythe attached to a chain launches out and slices into Claiborne, and then hits the wall, and then it, as it pulls back, it slices into her again, and then, like, slams into its chest and it seals up, and she takes 25 damage. Or 27 shit! damage. I didn't know I could do that. Brummelstone? Uh, well, of course, Brummelstone, <laughs> stupidly, I'm sorry, I have to do this, uh, runs over and pulls out the crystal and slams no! it into Claiborne. No, I'm sure she has way more health than that. Okay, fine. <laughs> I mean, she, real she quick, look, I mean, look, she doesn't look that bad off. Like that was oh, a big, like that was a big attack. Okay. But she's not like. <gasps> if she looks fine, yeah, I guess like that's like the first thing. So to us, that looks huge. But I, I'm a wizard with 26 hit points. So that's why I said it because I know you guys have <laughs> not as many hit cannons. points. Yeah. <laughs> Worry about yourself, Brimblestone. You're her squishy little dwarf boyfriend. I get it. I get what you're saying. She's out of my league. I get it. <laughs> I get this it. is like that part in the John Hughes movie where you like you and Pedro have this conversation and you're wearing a suit for some reason. You're like, I'll never be good enough for her. I understand that. But I love her. <laughs> and her hit points. It's not about where I am in life, it's where where she can take me because I believe in myself. No. So Brummelstone. I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna shoot magic missile at the guy we have cornered. Okay, cornered. Cor- cornered. We got right <laughs> yeah, where we want. This guy's real fucked. He's <laughs> got the whole hallway to his back. Seven damage. All right. Yeah. So you watch as a volley of a uh, little balls of green force slam into it, take a little bit of the armor up. Um, turtle beam. 
How did it do on its constitutions throw? When it, it took the damage and it had to, like, either succeed on the saving throw or drop. It chose to fail and take the damage and not leave its suit. Well, in that case, Ertleby's greatest fear is it blowing up on us. This seems like a very real danger. How close are we all to it? I'd say maybe 20 feet away, unless you're in melee with it. Her entire strategy for this game was built on the idea that the guy was going to pop out and be like, ow! So she has no strategy anymore. Is it my biscuits are burning! <laughs> He's just running in circles. <laughs> oh, that's a classic. So just 10-gallon hat on the floor. She's going to retreat um, to like a, a reasonable dif- distance based on her knowledge of blast radiuses and then use her bonus action to do 2d8 again. I did 8. Alright, new round. Claiborne. She kind of does a quick glance to Brumblestone and she's like, just kill him? Just destroy him? Or any, uh, are we doing something different? Pedro, I forgot to let you know. In Heat Metal, if they don't drop the object, it has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of my next turn. Thank you. Well, to Claiborne, I don't. I don't actually. Yeah, yeah. Have I would say, say like get the dwarf out alive if you can. All right, and so she is going to try to climb the creature. But it's burning hot. She's. Mm-hmm. You know that Claiborne, right? Give me two uh, d eight damage for uh, for her. Oh, Claiborne! I'm Claiborne, sorry. why? You are too metal for me. <laughs> okay, I'm so sorry. How strong is she? I just got two eights. Fuck you. why would she climb the burning hot metal monster all I really want to make is like a clayborn gif of just like the sunglasses come down while her hands on fire (laughs) deal with it (laughs) you watch as like it tries to shake her off but she climbs up the back of it and then she's going to take another action, and she's going to begin slamming uh, her sword as hard as she can into the glass. How does she look, by the way? She looks okay. she looks pretty good. Okay, she's so strong and beautiful. She looks really good. Promo <laughs> <laughs> focus. And like, so yeah, you you watch as she runs forward and she jumps on its like she like runs underneath it and then jumps on its back, climbs up. Pulls out her sword and begins immediately just slamming it into the glass as hard as she can. And on her final hit, she actually puts a big crack in the glass. And she's holding onto one hand. You can see that like the the metal is sizzling and starting to burn through her leather glove, but she's still holding on. Vasa, the glass. Vasa's not climbing on top of a superheated <laughs> metal beast. Okay, let's make that clear. Now you have a bow on your back, right? I do. Yeah, and Claiborne's like, shoot it! Shoot it! Voss is like, really? Cause shoot I got, it! I got, okay. screaming. <laughs> so, so Vasa whips out her bow, and now she's going to roll to uh, shoot with her bow. She's like, and even as she's doing this, she says, I'm much better with my blades. <laughs> Eleven. No. It's like no, Claiborne I, catches is... the arrow and is just like, try again! <laughs> Okay, and then Vasa uses her cunning maneuver to stay protecting in front of Brummelstone. Alright, so it is the uh, armor's turn, and its arms reach up, and it grabs Claiborne, and she slips underneath the first grab, and then it tries to rip her off, and she has no choice. She just, like, wraps her arms around the metal and holds on, and you can, you can, you can hear, like, the sizzling. From the, the clothes starting to burn, but it can't get her off. She beat a strength check. 
We actually have a. We actually have flirted and seduced a demigod. So. <laughs> All right, Brummelstone. If I aim, if I use magic missile to break the glass, is that feasible? Is that like possible to aim there? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to cast at level two though, so I roll one extra d4. Fourteen. All right, she watches the uh, glass starts to shatter a little more. Turtle uh, I don't... Can I, like, bring Vasa's grapple hook back to her? <laughs> yeah, you can kind of security over there and just use your turn to bring the grappling hook over. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna be like, here you go! And then I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, oh, by the way, psh, bonus action. 2d8. Oh yeah. Alright. I swear. I just got two eights again. Alright, new round, Claiborne. Alright, so here's what happens. No, Uh no, no! So she slams into the glass three more times. The glass shatters, and you see a dwarf just like punch something forward and then pull his arm back, and you watch as the armor scatters. Like it actually like blows up and falls to the ground like there's like this kind of like um you're not sure what it is uh but it's some kind of like pulse that scatters the armor around right and as soon as it does she uses her last action to grab him and then fall to the ground and cover him up as the metal flies out and then it there's this extra pulse from some component that fell to the ground and it pulls all of the metal in and slams it into anyone in the radius and it's just them and another pulse goes and it, the metal like spins and shreds anything in the area let me go ahead and roll damage <laughs> oh my god you guys what if we all die what if Claiborne dies yeah oh my god the metal come, comes in you can hear like flesh ripping and you can hear like a little bit of a scream that lets loose as well and then when the metal stops spinning and collapses the metal looks unsalvageable and it falls to the ground and and scatters and you see with tears in her cloak and rips all across her but holding a still alive dwarf is Claiborne who kind of looks up and doesn't know what else to do because she did not know that was going to happen play up the game play up the game play up the game play up the game oh my god Vasa okay how how does Claiborne look she doesn't look great (laughs) Yeah, so Vasa runs up. She slams her crystal into uh, or into what's her name's and back. It, if, you, if she sees you pulling the crystal out on the way in, she's like... Vasa says, fuck you, and slams it into her back. And um, heals her. She she full heals, yeah. All right, then she just goes, Quinn, get in here. Rumblestone? I want to look first, if it doesn't seem... If I can web without moving too far, I don't want to like stand out there, and then it's just like... I saw a scythe come out of someone's chest. All right, so you kind of come around the corner, and you fire off a web. Heroically. And... <laughs> yeah, it, it fills that whole area, and then you concentrate you and hold it. But the web that you had earlier, obviously, you have to let go. And then Ertleby? Uh, At this point in time, um, I think I'm going to hold an action. I'm going to hold an action, like, if... Quinn is successfully able to Doppelzorb. I'm gonna put us all into stealth mode again. After you is him, and you can hear the cell open up, and then he starts to walk, and then he's like, oh, 
oh no. And then you hear him run around the corner and he's like, they're coming. Doppelzorb, quickly. And he he, he runs over and uh, gets ready to Doppelzorb. New round. Claiborne's going to hold her grapple. Uh, Vasa. She's just going to um, position herself at the door, but facing the... She's going to be facing the one the one that's not guarded with her bow and arrow. And if, if it's possible, she would have an action that the moment she sees something, she would fire. Brummelstone. I'm already in action of just, like, if they come down the other hall, either of the other halls, I'll probably cast Thunder Wave to knock them back. Or it'll be? I continue to have my action be. I hold to wait for him to Doppelzorb, and then I'll cast Pass Without Trace. He walks up and shakes his head, puts his hand on his forehead, and you can just watch as he just, he really seems to struggle with this. And like, the longer he does this, the the more upset and disgusted he looks. And then eventually he pulls enough information that like he, he pulls back and now he has, he, he looks like, you know, he's still a dwarf, but he's silver haired. Um, he's got scars. His knuckles are almost like coarse. And he pulls back with these, like, blue silver eyes. And he's like, do you understand? And he pulls himself back and he's like, okay, um, let's let's go. Uh, Ertleby would uh, say to him, like, okay, if, if they start coming and we're not through yet, just start yelling that they already went through and you're trying to chase them. That, that's, like... Like, I'm not lying for you. All right, yeah, no problem. Cool. <laughs> and then it'll be cast Pass Without Trace using the spell. Okay. Uh, the, the scroll. Now, it affects everybody but Vasa, because she's too far away. Oh, no. Yeah, it's 30 feet radius. So it doesn't take a wildly high perception check to hear that behind the webbing, you hear large uh, footsteps that kind of move forward a few, and then you hear that familiar, like, like pulse as uh, it gets fainter and fainter. Claiborne's going to slit the guys through. Thank you, Claiborne. All right, Vasa's turn. He's still uh, holding an action for whatever comes down. If Quinn's already at the door and starting to work at it, then she's going to be half covering, um, providing half cover for Quinn while also aiming down the hallway. She's protecting the one dwarf that can get us through. <laughs> Speaking of Brummelstone. <laughs> <laughs> can I help? Yeah, you can help uh, when he's ready. Like, you can help him with a strength check. Yeah, if I can help him with a strength check, that's it's getting through the door is the most important. So, yeah, so you'll give him advantage. Ertleby? Uh, it's gonna basically do what Vasa's doing, but on the other side. So, like, follow Quinn and, like, kind of try and, like, turn and face the open hallway that we came from with her gun ready. And she'll, if something comes around the corner, she'll shoot it. What's your passive perception, uh, everyone? 16. 12. 16, I believe. He begins making the moves, but this is a very big door, and it's going to take time. You can already tell he's going to move pieces here and then pieces here. He's almost like having to solve it. Luckily, he knows how to, but it's going to be a process, right? So he starts moving stuff around, and with Brummelstone's help, he moves the first section right off the bat. Then you can hear the boost again as... The hallway that you're looking down, Vasa, fills with the frame of that vault armor that uh, has been missing. And it rises up, and so you get your turn, because you're holding your action. Mm, just pierce it right through the glass thing and just kill the door, please. No, that was not good. Ten. Alright, so, yeah, you fire off your arrow, but you don't, um, 
don't find the armor. And as that happens, you also hear two Brotherhood of Iron dwarves coming from the other hallway and racing towards you guys. So Claiborne takes a quick look both ways. She has to make a choice in a split second because she sees the dwarves coming towards you and Brummelstone, but she sees the armor on the other side, and she just kind of curses under her breath and then starts firing off arrows at the armor. Did some pretty decent damage to it. Like, you see uh, arrows fly out and connect with it. Vasa, your turn. She's going to use her bow and arrow to shoot at the dwarves. Okay, she got a 12. Ah, oh, no, the armor, uh, arrow she flies back. She doesn't like bows and arrows. Brummelstone. Are you going to stay stealth or are you going to reveal yourself? It doesn't seem like... It seems like this is the fight we need to take so that he has time to open it. So I'm going to try to provide half cover to Quinn. I feel like I'm close enough to thunder wave him. You can, and if you do, you'll knock him in the webs. Oh, well, perfect. Ooh. Right? Yeah, yeah, you will. Yeah. My, but it was my plan all along. Perfect. <laughs> I call this the, the Brummelstone catch. <laughs> all right, so they're running forward. What's the damage that uh, they take? Four. They're running into the area that they've got their uh, maces out, getting ready to try to jump Vasa when suddenly you kind of step out of the shadows and you bring your orb up and you unleash a thunder wave that blasts both of them back into the webbing. And then one of them screams out, Mage! Ertleby? Uh, yells, the jig is up! And then <laughs> stops, stops keeping the stealth on and uses her last spell to heat the metal on on that dude because that was pretty sweet heat metal time 2d8 is happening all right i got nine and then of course there is the the if they take the damage disadvantage all right quinn's gonna make his next check and he can't move the next piece of the puzzle no the vault armor um is going to boost off again and land next to Ertle Worm. No, no, no. Claiborne is looking back and forth and unleashes arrows. She got a lot of... She action surged, so she went twice and um, got a critical hit. So she just, like, unloads arrows. Like, sometimes she's taking two shots at once. Other times she's just rapid firing. And then her last shot um, gets just, like, right... In like the like right in between the shoulder, like in a socket, the kind of, like not a socket, but like an exposed piece. You can see that as she shot, she kept going for like weak points in the armor, so the armor is kind of half hover. Like it looks like parts are getting ready to fall off. Mm-hmm. It's not looking well at all. Vasa. So she's gonna dash over, grab the torch, and then just thrust it into the webbing where the two little dwarves are writhing. Then she's gonna dart back and position herself defensively over Ertleby because Ertleby is defensively covering Quinn. Brummelstone. I'm going to try the spell. It's been on COG. I've learned it. Or, <laughs> you know, I had it. And it's shatter. Yes! So I'm going to throw up the orb, yeah, and right by the thing. And it creates a 10-foot radius of just... <laughs> It'll do 12 damage. All right, yeah, so you watch as the, like, the metal starts to, like, twist and peel and shatter from this huge, like, sound explosion. And the armor looks like it's barely holding itself together. Ertleby. Would like to get away from it uh, in case it explodes. Ertleby's going to back up to be more towards the webbing. Maybe shield Quinn more from the the dwarves. And then she's going to dig in with that 2d8. All right, so yeah, you kind of 
you're real careful and you pull away and then you run over to the webbing and then you turn around and eat damage. Yeah. The Brotherhood they're gonna take uh five. Their beards smell bad. So they are going to move on Ertleby. No. Okay, that one's a critical hit. No shit. No. Eight damage and then second one gets two hits on you and does another 11 damage to you. Like right. just, they both slam their uh, their maces into you. I am old! You watch as metal twists and then releases and turns as its fist flies off and tries to hit you. So your heat metal prevented a critical hit. Yes! But you still got hit. Wow, <laughs> three damage, but then it. Um, I need you to make a strength save. Good thing I've got these awesome arms. I got a nineteen. Jesus Christ! So like the, as the fist flies off, it actually tries to grab you, and you like push it off right away, <laughs> and then it, it slams into the ground, and then um, it flies back and locks back into place. Claiborne is going to try and take it out. You go, girl. Uh, she takes it down with just two attacks. Nice. And I need to roll some saving throws. Deck saves. Uh, 15. I got a 20. No, it's just Brummelstone and um, Quinn. Oh, okay, well. 15, nice. Okay, Quinn so you're only taking half damage. No, uh, he failed terribly. <gasps> you watch as that metal flies out. Uh, Brummelstone, you succeed. Um, so you only take 10 damage, 10 damage. My inspiration yeah. points, the inspiring speed. Quinn has plus eight too. <laughs> so that is what kept him alive. Yes. Nice. Um, yes. As the metal flies out and then it collects itself, and since he failed, the metal takes him with it. <gasps> and that's the true power of these uh, detonation is that the metal goes out and then it tries to grab, like essentially, like the way it spins and pulls, mm-hmm. it pulls anybody that fails into it as the metal slams and wraps around him and he's half covered in this metal as it it seems to lock in from that pulse and then fall to the ground almost like a half prison and he's stuck in it. Oh my gosh. Vasa? Vasa sees that Quinn is all bound up in metal but she's like, okay, at least he's alive because she notices that. She's like, alright, let's take out these dwarves. So she's going to go for a dwarf. So that's 14 damage total. And then for a cunning maneuver, yeah, then she's just, um, she's still going to go up close next to her to stand side by side with her to at least, you know, offer another target to the dwarves. Rumblestone? Uh, how are the dwarves looking? Uh, one of them is like holding his side and breathing heavily and he's, he's trying to scream, but he's coughing up blood. The other one looks all right. I'm going to cast poison spray at the one who looks like he's coughing up blood. And I do six damage. Of poison damage. So he almost falls over. I cannot roll high on damage. <laughs> so you watch him also look sick now. Uh, Erdoby? Classic softener. <laughs> He's all yours, guys. That's like your catchphrase. Yeah. <laughs> He's all yours. He's all... I did it, guys. He's slightly easier for you to kill now. Erdoby? Brummelstone, how much does your battle axe do? Uh, battle axe is usually D D8. Grandma picks up the dwarf's battle axe. That's like, that's kind of what I'm thinking. All right. She grabs herself a battle axe. 
Here I go. Okay, so my my attack um, was like a 10. Oh, no. And then I can't, like, disengage after that, right? And leave Vasa no. there by herself. Yeah. No. Okay, I'll just stick around. They're going to open up on you? No, I made a mistake. They're both attacking the grandma and not the, like, sexy young lady. You know, it's funny. Is it? Uh, it's a good thing that they did because they can't hit you for shit. Yeah. You just, like, whether you're like, I don't know what your fighting style is. If you're just like, ah, or if you're like actually like, oh, bitches. But like, new round Claiborne. <laughs> so she fires off an arrow that connects with the forehead of one of them. And then lands a pretty good hit on the second one but doesn't take him down. Vasa. All right, Vasa is going to go in for the kill. Scimitar. <laughs> Natural one. Not even going to bother calculating that. Okay, Vasa is going to use her cunning maneuver to flip off the final dwarf. Brummelstone. She's a leaf in the wind. I'm going to take a chance and go help Quinn out of the ball of iron. Because we can't get anywhere without him. Yeah, I would ask Quinn, like, how do you undo this thing? Just pull it off! Okay, well then I, uh, pull it off. Okay, give me a drink check. Uh, but I don't wanna. I <laughs> know <laughs> where it'll be, guys. That's true, where it'll be is probably the strongest one here, second to Claiborne. Six. <laughs> no, so you're like, mm, give me a moment. <laughs> Give me some time. And he's like, he's like trying to position himself too, so at least his muscles <laughs> flex in front of Claiborne. <laughs> Ertleby? Gonna gonna try again with this uh this here axe. I got an eighteen. That's a hit. So I do, I do seven. Alright, she so rushed forward and cut into him and he's just staring at you in disbelief. Yeah. He sings twice and misses and just looks fucking pissed off and frustrated and he's like like he's being like chopped up by a grandmother he can't land a hit on you you keep dodging and weaving everything he's absolutely baffled so i would like it if Ertlebee's like the way she's dodging these you can't tell if it's like extreme skill or extreme incompetence i wanted to like walk that line <laughs> you want to miss jimmy goo your way through these like, fights the battle axe yeah. is so yeah. heavy that she's tipping back and forth like a drunken master like ooh. <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's totally Mr. Magoo style. Like she doesn't seem to, but then again, how could she be dodging so well? These are the questions. Uh, Claiborne runs over to uh, rip Quinn out and looks as effective as uh, Brummelstone. <laughs> oh damn! Yeah, she can't do it. Vasa. All right. Well, Vasa needs to kill this dwarf before we help everybody. So twenty. Five damage plus sneak attack, eleven total. And then she's gonna use her cunning maneuver to he almost falls over. Disengage. Brummelstone. So embarrassing. Uh, I'm gonna uh, hold my action to give Claiborne advantage as she tries to get. It's very romantic. They lay yeah. their hands together. It's like, wait, yeah. Claiborne, yeah, let's yeah, free it- him together. <laughs> Well, it's the idea of, like, if we're both pulling, it's like, you know, would be like, come over here and grab this. And so, no, like, you basically, like, grab a piece of the metal. <laughs> Faces get a little red. Faces it's having like a lady in the tramp. Yeah. They're having a moment in front of Quinn while he's trapped. Get me out of my-
At this point, we should just say to Quinn, shapeshift into something smaller. Yeah, like something skinny. Yourself. We Is that what you tell him? Can't you shapeshift into something small? And then I would, yeah, I would grab a piece and be like, let's grab here or whatever. See if we can't. Ertle me. Uh, axe in time. Time to axe. Axe, axe, Ertle axe. axe. Don't ask, <laughs> axe me for any sympathy. All right. She gets a seven. <laughs> Not quite. Moving on. Alright, so actually. Quinn kind of nods at you and then shape changes into that into a small kid again. The same one you guys saw before. Okay. And as he does, the metal, which is constantly pulling because it's magnetic, collapses on him. And he's ah! And you hear this little kid scream as he's trying to whip it out. Like, oh my god, why? Where am I? What's going on? Oh my god! <laughs> Rumblestone isn't known for his great ideas. <laughs> I'm just a simple country dwarf. Thought that would work okay. <laughs> it's just, the, 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 the dwarf swings two more times and then just says, fuck it, and he's running. So you two get free attacks. Nice. Fuck yeah, alright. 24. 3 plus 4 is 7 damage. You just stab him right in the back and bring him down. As Vasa yanks the blade out of the door front and she looks at the Ertleby who's still kind of like dizzying around with a weighty battle axe. She says, Grandmother, I did give you my rapier. Oh. 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 That's a weapon. Yes. I see that now. Claiborne pulls away and she's like, I can't. It's too. I, I can't do it. Ertleby cracks her knuckles. And, like, comes over to where Quinn is and, like, does her neck left and right. Yeah. No. That one was a nine. No go. No. Wait. Wait. <laughs> I'm going to burn my last you, luck. You're going to burn just, it? All right. I, I'm out of luck, but I just got a, a 20. Nice. That is it. You needed a 20. Yes. You see Ertleby kind of tug and tug and then finally just rip parts of the metal out. <laughs> <laughs> and pull him out in time, and then the metal flies back into place, but he's out. <laughs> what does Vasa get off the bodies of the two dead dwarfs? And the third one, if she can find pieces of him? Altogether, 96 gold off of those two. Alright, um, so as she turns around, um, reattaching her purses, she says, Quinn, open the door! I don't know who you are, Where's who's Quinn? Uh, and then he kind of pulls himself back, and he's like, <gasps> I can do it. And he walks over, and the glove has fallen off of him. So he's walking over to the door, and then he stops, and he's like, where's where's my glove? Wasa walks over, grabs it up, shoves on its hand, says, turn to the dwarf, open the door, Quinn. Ah, which one? Why are you yelling at me? Wasa's trying not to hit a kid. Ertleby would, like, hug the kid and be, like, patting its head and be like, I just need you to turn into a angry bearded man who's done and seen horrible things. Oh, he's like, oh no, all right. And he just kind of kind of almost burst out of your arms. He's like, get, I don't need all this. Get off me. He kind of shoves you off and then uh, walks over there. And he's like, are you guys ready? Yeah. I would I would lend a, I would lend advantage. He goes up. Oh, yeah, he doesn't yeah. really give a shit if you're ready. He just like starts doing it. Yeah, if I can help by using the glove. Too. Yeah, yeah. So you guys give him advantage. And he, at first he wants to argue with you. About doing it, and then he, like either he wants the help or Quinn kind of pulls that personality back a little. 
he moves the next set and then moves the final set. <laughs> And so he gets that door open, pushes it open, and there is a hallway. I softened it. Go, we all go through. We all, like, Vasha yeah, ushers nothing. everybody in. Yeah, and we, can yeah. we, um... Is someone taking the torch, or are you guys going back into the black? Oh, no, Vasha's taking that torch. Wait, I thought you all said right. the fourth room was, like, lit. But you're not in the fourth room. God damn it. So Vasa picks up the torch, and she's ready with it, but then she looks at Quinn, and she says, Will there be people in there waiting for us? Will there be guards? I've never been this far. I don't know. With that, Vasa's going to... Well, first, Vasa's going to be like, close the door. Should we, um, should we like, make the door obstructed in some way? Like, should Ertl be before she turns and back And that's into- when you start hearing more people coming down the halls. Can we web the door? I'm, well, then I'll web it, yeah. Okay, so, uh, yeah, he pushes the door and then steps back as you web it up. And then you take off down the hallway... So you run down, and there's an even bigger door, and he quickly runs up there, and he's like, stand back, and runs up there, and then just starts throwing his arm left and right, and working this puzzle all over, and while he's doing so, you can hear the thumping and the pounding of the doors behind you, and then finally, you hear those doors start to try to open, but the web is holding them, and then you can hear the door being forced and forced, and... and the amount of work he has to do on this door, it reassures you that you made the right choices getting down here, making sure that you had a dwarf that could open this door. There is no way you could open this door. So without doing exactly what you guys did on this with the dwarf, he wouldn't have gotten through. <laughs> oh so he's working back and forth and he's trying he's he knows how to open it. It just takes a tremendous amount of of force. And like he actually has to like slam his fist like into part of the door and then kind of walk his way over. There it's that the door is like 20 feet itself as he's moving the last piece he runs it and slams it and then like pulls his arm back and you feel like his arm is about to give under the amount of stress and pressure that he put it under and as he's pushing the door open the door is finally open behind you webbing is ripped to shreds as several of those vault armors are coming down running as hard as they can heavy footsteps crashing through the floor and we'll have to stop there Thanks for listening to episode 38, The Cellar, Part 2. If you want more World Walkers in your life, you can visit our website at worldwalkerspodcast.com. You can also find us at worldwalkerspod on Twitter or on Facebook at facebook.com slash worldwalkerspod. Thanks to Kevin McLeod over at incomitech.com for the music in this episode. And thanks as always to Sirenscape for the sound effects you heard. You can find them at sirenscape.com. It's my spell save, then it's 13. Okay. I don't know if the um, wand works slightly differently. That's well, exactly a cursed wand of webbing. Um, yeah. <laughs> you explode in spiders. <laughs> oh, God. My They're laying here. eggs in your ears. <laughs> it has uh, seven charges. You can spend one of its charges to cast web. Save DC 15. Well, there you go. Even better. Yeah. I should have been using this the whole time. <laughs> yeah, and it Stop. recharges every it recharges every day too. Um, Why am- magical <laughs> items are the best? Whip, 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 whip. Like the whip on fire. Whip, whip, whip. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, you go ham with that. Like, what are we? What are we holding back for? Why did I think she had dark vision? What made me think that about Ertlebe? Why do I make up powers that don't exist? For my character. Dun, dun. I always feel embarrassing, a little bit embarrassed when I fight with Claiborne because he's like, clock, 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 and I'm like, I cast one spell, please. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, it doesn't work. Well, it would have slowed him by 10 feet. I mean, I know she just ripped off his face, but he would have been slower. <laughs> Half a second. If I'm right, this will benefit you guys, so give me a second. You're right. You've always just right. trusted yourself. Just believe in you. We believe Have in you. Have some faith in yourself. Lean on me. No, I think when it's the... you're not sure, <laughs> listen to your player. I peek out from behind Vasa and like... Heroic! <laughs> I'm a hero. <laughs> and they say that a hero can say doo -doo. <laughs> and That's Spider-Man 2 soundtrack, so it's yeah. in, uh it connects to your web. Yes, oh, I see what you did there. Wait, wait, wait. But but I thought it has to take the damage. And then Well, it can't drop the object. It can pop out and, and leave In the armor. if statement, it says if it's holding or wearing it. It can unwear its armor. It's not really wearing... It's not really a suit of armor. It's, it's a vehicle. Yeah. It can so it's, unwear its vehicle. Fair enough. <laughs> it can take damage or it can leave. And I don't think he's... Get Diva out of her mech! No, Ertlebee's right in that normally like, if it was a weapon or something, it'd have to go like, oh! And then like let go of it. But he can't go like, oh! I have to impulsively begin the five minute evacuation. I see. All right. <laughs> safety first. Oh, drops the ladder. This could be a, it's like, a, it's like a, a romantic comedy. <laughs> it's just the next, the rest of the This course. would be an amazing it's, ongoing comic, like Brummelstone and, or like just like two, like two characters. It's like it's one of those comics where it's like it's like this amazingly super powered person is like in love with this so much inferior being, and it's like what do you see in him? And like when she looks, she just sees like the cute Chihuahua that's so helpless. Oh. She's like, I just love it. No, it's like imagine like it's about like a. An adventurer and his um, faithful sidekick and partner, but she's fucking amazing. <laughs> and he's really not feeling like it's an equal relationship. It's kind of like, uh, but he's like, like so cheerfully optimistic too. It would be like Inspector Gadget. We should just seduce everyone, but without like <laughs> offending, without offending Claiborne. That'd be terrible. World, world winkers. <laughs> That's <really> terrible. <laughs> don't don't encourage that, please. <laughs> so smooth, so smooth.
You know, I like to think that I'm the dwarf from Overwatch, and she's my turret. And that's how. <laughs> that's pretty I, much I, it. It's more like it's like so, it's like so as as Vasa and Bramble are looking on, their faces getting splashed with the blood of of Clayborn's <laughs> actions. Vasa will be like, "You know, you have to marry her, right? <laughs> you know, you won't sur- um, you know you won't survive a breakup, right?" Yeah. It was 